All right, good evening, everyone, and welcome to the 360 Sports Show. I'm Ada Pazelli. He is Christian Lauber, and we are recapping the biggest stories from the past week in sports. And we have plenty of our own thoughts, but we want your thoughts as well, so you can join us anytime with questions or comments in the comment section of any of the live streams on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. And we already have a comment, which is from uh, Mr. Michael Millen Jr., saying, thanks for coming to Prout Lacrosse, which is something that I did today. I took in a little a little uh, high school prep school lacrosse action. How about that? We are we are we are on in the roots. We are getting in a grassroots level here, Christian. The Damn. stars of tomorrow, I saw Damn. them today. Why? <laughs> Why? Yeah. Giving some love to Mr. Michael Mellon Jr., man. Got a local product. I saw I'll be honest though, I saw good evening, says Colin. Jumping in right away here. Uh, I saw uh, Prout's goalie made like 36 saves, which in lacrosse is kind of insane. Uh, so uh, I did. I did. Perhaps yeah, he says best goalie in the state. So you're missing out, Christian. You missed out on a good one. I'm good. I graduated from Prout. I did my service. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's where the animosity is coming from. Like, why would you go to a Prout thing? Uh, anywho. Uh, we have plenty of other things to, uh, that, that's actually, this is probably going to be the highest, most positive point of the show, because we have plenty of other things to complain about. Uh, so, uh, Christian, let's just start, uh, with, uh, we're going to get into basketball and all that stuff, Celtics play tonight. Uh, we're going to try and breeze through this. Um, the NFL draft was last week, uh, and if you are a New England Patriots fan, I think you come away from that draft feeling, bu 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 bummed. Um... And so I guess I'll just ask you the question. Do you feel better, worse, or the same about this Patriots team after the draft? Uh, I feel like I should just bleep myself because it's just like <laughs> that's all that I can think. I, I don't know. You draft a guard first, uh, a guy who – now look, I mean it's like one replay that everybody's putting out there on Twitter. I mean it is Twitter, so what do you expect? Um but he's getting pushed back like 10 yards. It's just, oh, this is this is like Patriots if they had Tom Brady, and it just doesn't make any sense to me still. Um, they got faster, kind of. They drafted two running backs and a quarterback in the middle of the draft. And then they're selling. And a corner players. who might be playing offense too. Yeah, two, two, two corners that are like 5'9", my height. And let me tell you, I, I – I'm not playing football, I'll tell you that. So, but but they might be good. They got faster, I'll say that. I, I don't understand. I'm hearing myself a lot here. I don't understand the um, running back, quarterback, running back. I, I don't really understand that. Um, and and it's. I think it, their logic is they drafted linebackers last year who we have no idea if they can play, but they got hurt. So then that's what they're selling. We don't need to draft them because we got them last year. And now we're just expected to believe that Uche, uh, or one, I don't even know how to say his last name. Uh, and then there's one more, but, but either way they're, they're selling it as, Oh, the guys that got hurt last year are going to come in this year. And just, this is, this is our linebackers. We're already getting fast. We already drafted our linebackers last year. But I just don't see it that way. You you need to draft the positions of need. I don't think running back is a need. You signed a guy. You signed Montgomery in the offseason, Not that he'll make the team. Yeah. And then you draft two other line uh, running backs when you need a linebacker, a good corner, a good wideout, 
and they're kind of they're, they're, they just it was like a reach all over the board. We said analysts. We said this whole offseason process was about how do you keep supporting Mac Jones, and then how do you improve your defense to stop the Buffalo Bills of the world, the Kansas City Chiefs, the Cincinnati Bengals? Uh, how are you going to stop these quarterbacks? I, I don't I don't see any answers, and I don't even see it the other way where it's like, well, there's no, you know, forget trying to sell out to stop them because you can't. So we'll get away with less talent, but a scheme that maybe can just like slow a game down and play zone and blah blah blah, make them earn it, dink and dunk, and we're gonna win games in the 30s. We're gonna have track meet games because we're gonna have one of the top five offenses. I don't feel that way either. <laughs> Looking at this roster of top 10, top five offense. Um, out of reaches. I mean, it's not like for a team that is all about value, you'd think taking a fourth round player in the first round would not be MO, but somehow it is. And, you know, their rationale is our guy. He's who we, they got the guy that they wanted. They don't care how they got him. Well, you should. You should want to get first round players in the first well, eyes on a guy that makes sense because because it's it's they don't evaluate by talent they want value so they they see the value in drafting a guard who can also maybe play tackle which we have no or center or tackle or all positions on the offensive line when we don't know that instead of going after the talent that's in the first round sure but why not wait till day two? You could have trade back. I'm agreeing with you. That's trade back again. I would have been fine if they. I mean, maybe not fine. No. I would have maybe been pulling pulling my hair out. Uh, I wouldn't have eyebrows. Um, you know, would you rather have those those running backs or or leapfrog somebody else and get a linebacker that can play? Exactly. I thought they would get. They always. I, I thought they would pick up one guy to be a running back in like the fourth or fifth round. I mean, they've had luck with that with Ridley and Vereen and heck, even James White. Uh, I really I think... wanted them to go after Nicobe Dean. He was in reach too. I know, right there at nineteen, I think. That's that's a guy that can move laterally and he's fast. Yeah. But no, we have Cameron McGrone, who we haven't seen play, who's a fifth round pick, and then we have Rowan McMillan. I think his name is. Yeah. Uh, something like that. He also, we don't know if he can play. So. Uh, comment section agrees. Uh, Collins has filled many positions of need, but way too much reaching. And another QB who might be a receiver after the draft. Nick says, don't forget about the two running backs to add even more depth to an already stacked position. Collins agrees. Same thing. No need for a second running back. Cam McGrone is nasty when healthy, says Nick. We haven't even seen him play an NFL game. How do we know he's nasty? <laughs> uh, Collins says, it's the first round uh, that angered me the most. Watched so many defensive playmakers go off the board after trading down and then took a guard 40 to 60 picks too early. Unbelievable. And that that's right there is my point. I mean, it'd be one thing if they kept trading back and it's like, hey, they picked up like, hey, they're going to have like four second round picks next year or something. And because they didn't like anybody and the, the guy that they had graded the highest ends up being Cole Strange. And you know what? Maybe you reach and you take them late second round. But you've gotten something by moving back. No, you just pick the guy. I mean, we we laugh at other teams when they do this. We don't rationalize. No one rationalized like the Raiders just drafting the fastest guy in the draft with like a top ten pick when no, like people like didn't have him on their board at all. 
I um, have, the only strange I would have drafted in the first round is Dr. Stephen Strange, and he wasn't even in the draft. So that, that's about <laughs> that's about where I'll go with that. The only other thing I'll say is like a master of the mystic arts. When everybody gets like all like geeked up about, oh my god, we have two more picks in the second round, and then they draft two more players and they all blow. Then what? Like, what, go get one good player as opposed to four crappy ones. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sorry, four special teamers. I mean, I'm a crappy player. I think that's, you know, there's there's the line. But you understand the point. Yeah. Uh, Nick says, I like Strange as a player. I hate where we picked him. Yeah, I mean, this is the thing, though. Even if he turns out to be Logan Mankins and is like an all-pro, Pro Bowl guard. Didn't need to do it. Didn't He didn't need to be picked there. You could still have had an impact player and him later. Instead of one of the running backs or something. I don't know. Crazy. Um, so, to answer the question in a uh, it full circle here, um, do you feel better or worse or the same about where they are? Because uh, we we both put them at like 12th to 11th, somewhere in there in, ter- in the AFC. I don't trust in the staff now without the guys that actually were inputted last year that left for the Texans and the Raiders and everywhere else. I don't believe that Bill Belichick or Matt Groh, I haven't seen them come up with any type of plan in the draft and, and see them execute it. I mean, Bill's been kind of crappy around this time of year for like a few years now, with the exception of maybe last year. Uh, so I would say worse. I mean, I don't think their plans are changing to get better on the field. I haven't seen any of that. The coaching staff blows. The draft picks are questionable and reach. Uh, and the only thing I can say maybe is that their offense is looking like it might take a step forward, but they're relying a hell of a lot on Mac Jones as if he's like Tom Brady. And it, it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Uh, I feel probably about the same. I mean, at the end of the day, I feel like they're, they're going to find, <coughs> excuse me. Maybe I shouldn't feel the same. Um, uh, I'm about to say a bad thing about Bill Belichick. <laughs> um, I think, and I'm actually about to say a good thing about Bill Belichick. I feel like they're going to find a way to somehow like they'll they're going to be like competitive in games, um, but I don't think they're going to be competitive for the division. And I think this year with the rest of the AFC, if you somehow like at best go ten and seven, that's not going to be good enough for the playoffs. They so ten and seven, I'll tell you. That. And that's what I'm saying. And that's that's a best case scenario, which is like. A regre- which is a regression. This team's going to regress, um, which is not where we wanted to see them be. Um, so I feel the same, if not worse, after that. Um, you kind of mentioned it. You talked about the coaching staff and the plans. Um, Bill Belichick, 70 years old. Uh, are you worried that he's past his prime here, or... More that it's just finally run its course, and not that he's past his prime, but without a real coaching staff around him anymore, at 70 years old, he can't just pick up all of that slack, and it's just too much. I have Spread faith. too thin. I, I, have a, I have a little bit of faith still in Bill the coach that maybe he can do something, but with the way the league is now, it's very talent heavy and they're just not one of those teams that's on top of all the talent. So maybe he thinks this is like, this is, this is where I think the game is passing by. He thinks the game is still in 2010. He has Tom Brady to cover up all these 
crappy mistakes that he's made on on the GM side of things, and that he'll just coach them up and they'll be right there and and get into the playoffs. I just don't believe that anymore. Uh, the guy's seventy years old. How many coaches at seventy have like won Super Bowls? Never mind had like a a really really good record in that seventieth year or or above that. Not many. So. Can he get him to nine and seven and maybe pick up an extra win in there because of the coach that he is? Maybe, but I don't believe that this ain't Tom Brady's Patriots anymore. And number two, there's talent all over, not just in your division, which the Jets are getting better as well. Who knows if you even pick up both those wins again? Um, all these teams are getting better. You look across the AFC, it's just ridiculously stacked. Yeah. Uh, Michael does say in the comment section, fins up. Hey, the rest of the AFC East is going to be feeling good about it. I mean, heck, even if you're a Jets fan, <laughs> you're fe- Jets fans mm-hmm. are feeling better about themselves than Patriots fans. That should tell you something right there. Um, Colin says, between McGrone, Perkins, and Uche, maybe Jennings, they have some speed and potential. We just have no idea what it is. Uche has played the most out of the four, and it's being limited due to injury. But at least we know the older, slower linebackers won't be the liabilities anymore. Yeah, I mean, and that's had a cyclical nature with, with the Patriots. I mean, at the end, you know, Brewski and Seau and Vrabel, I mean, those guys were great, but they were just a step too slow. And it was like, hey, we need Gerard Mayo and this Gary Guyton guy. Like, he's fast. Like, he can fly around. Like, finally, some speed on defense. And Dante Hightower. And you rebuilt that linebacking core. Um, and then all those guys got old. <laughs> yeah. um, so, I mean, it's it's cyclical. Um, it just feels like... 2020 felt like the like reset, and you thought 2021 was the beginning of a rebuild, and we like, kind of are going to keep stepping up. And instead, it's going to look more like one of these like, eh, uh, 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 and I don't know. Bill Belichick at 70 years old, how many more years has he got left? Uh, if they want to win, if if you really want to maximize his coaching acumen, um, I don't know if having this kind of like stock market like rebuild uh is going to be the best I'll tell thing you what if the plan is to have bill go upstairs eventually and have patricia take over the team i would absolutely hate it if this is why he's bringing in all his guys i would just absolutely i could not stand that how would you rip off your eyebrows the mustache up top what 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 hair gets pulled out first if that happens uh no i think i literally just become a fan of the jets okay We'll get you. We'll get you a Zach Wilson jersey. He's a good player. Good player. Good. There's, you, some, talent. There's some talent. He's a, hey, he's a good player. You see that throw? You see that throw on good third and nineteen? You know. Remember that? Patriots smoked them, and somebody was trying to like get Belichick to talk bad. He's like, "Do you see that throw? You see that throw on the third and nineteen? He's a good player. No, he's not wrong. He's a good player. Um, so Bill seventy, you can't see. And <laughs> Bill seventy, you can't see. Uh, anywho's. Um, I wanted to just hit on something quick. I was going to bring it up during our other segment, but I want to talk on it briefly now. Um, is the NFL draft as a product declining? I mean, is it just me? Like, it, maybe it's because like it was a, it just wasn't as exciting of a draft season. You know, with the like last year had all the quarterbacks, and there was it wasn't just from a New England standpoint. There was so much intrigue going into the draft, and I feel like this year it lacked the intrigue. But then also just watching it, I don't know. Maybe it's no Chris Berman. I don't know. Like the guys who are like running the running the show. But I feel like it's never been this like great thing. Maybe it's not being in Radio City Music Hall anymore. Like this location thing. I just feel like it's just 
The NFL is trying to do too much with it now, and it's honestly become like over the top, and I hate it. I don't know. Uh, I was never a huge fan of like sitting down and here comes the draft. Like last year was fun because the first 10, 15 picks were all like, you know, really high top end talent team. They were, you know, quarterbacks everywhere. This year, I couldn't really give two poops beyond like I wanted to see where Dean would play in a couple of the linebackers just based on a Patriot interest. But beyond that, like the production for me has never really been top of my list. I'll be honest. Yeah. I don't know. I just felt like that. There's there was a period of time where uh, I I really did enjoy watching, and now it, lately, I think they've just oversaturated it. I don't know. That's fair to say. Yeah, totally oversaturated it. So, uh, anywho, uh, we're gonna move along and to, to, to transition. Uh, to 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 transition. Uh, we're gonna get to hot and not. It's time for hot. Hot. You want to talk about hot. Hot. Please stop doing that. Doing what? Continue. Go ahead. And not. God, is he a moron. Oh my God. He doesn't shut up. It's so stupid. Stupid decisions. Dum-dums. The naughtiest knot of the year. Oof. Suck fest. Suck sauce. On the 360 Sports Show. All right. Hot and not. Up and down. The good and the bad. Christian, lead us off. What is hot for you this week? I, I couldn't even come up with a hot. There's too many knots, so I didn't even come up with one. <laughs> are you saying that knots are hot? Is that where you're trying? Is that is that where you're, you're, I mean, you're getting really existential here, man? That's a that's a good way to put it. I'm gonna say the 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 hot for me is the knots. <laughs> okay, fine. I will give you that out just this once. Uh, I want to give a little bit of love uh, to which which is very very rare that we can ever do this. A little love to MLB umpires and officiating because they get a lot wrong uh and i just thought this was an interesting little moment uh this was in the mets braves game uh yesterday uh umpire chad fairchild it was strike three like right down the pipe oh i saw it would have ended the inning and the guy he's like ball and everybody's like everybody's literally walking away and we're like what how is and they show the replay, and it's like, okay, uh, yeah, it's like that's in the strike zone. Like, let's look, let's see, was it? Did it on the plate? Yep, right over the plate. Everything like bang, right down the middle. Walks the guy, and then they end up getting out of the inning. Uh, and uh, Chris Bassett, uh, when he was walking off, the the umpire Chad Fairchild got his attention and literally was like, "Hey, that's me. That's my my bad. I'm my mistake." Which I just thought was cool because. How often do we see the umps, like, really get self-absorbed? Like, no, no, uh, I saw it how I saw it. You know, you know, no, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't screw it up. Yeah, well, uh, one of the umps is on my not list, so there you go. Exactly. So, you know, it goes both ways. So I just thought, in an instance where a guy, it, it did admit that he was wrong, and it didn't end up costing the Mets anything in that, that inning uh, to, like, go out of his way and say, hey, you know what, that, that's on me. I totally screwed that up. That's my bad. I thought, you know, I give that a little... I give that the thumbs up. I so. give zero credit for admitting that you were blatantly wrong. I just give zero <laughs> credit for that. All right, Christian, uh, go ahead. Uh, unroll the scroll of knots that you may have where, produced. For where this do I week. even start? Um, Angel Hernandez, uh, Rob Williams getting kicked in the balls uh, from Giannis's, as Kevin Durant would put it, big ass foot. 
<laughs> um, I had a few others if I can find them, but oh, Zion Williams is on my list. This one really annoyed me that he's like looking for a new contract and he's like eager to get back with the Pelicans. Guy hasn't played in like what? How many two games years. He played in the last two years? Uh, this guy annoys me now. I, he he could be on the list for me like every week because he's just like he's never on the court. Supposedly he has a foot injury. Supposedly he's out of shape, and then he's wanting a new big, big ass contract. It, it just that that one really went like you know straight to my head, and I said, okay, that's enough for the week easily. Um, the list the list could go on, but I, I will let you. Uh, I will let you go. <laughs> I mean, you could also throw you if you're just rattling off people that have pissed you off. I mean, Ben Simmons. I mean, another one. Who sure. I, I I can't. I just can't grasp. What's going on there? Kyrie Irving's on the list. Apparently, he is now GM, owner, player, and uh, coach of the Nets. That's just great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Goodness. Um, well, for 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 me uh, as a not, and I'll stick with the NBA because that's what we're going to transition to here. Quick uh, is Doc Rivers leaving Joel Embiid in Game Six versus Toronto. On the list. Up 29 points. It's like three minutes to go or less. Maybe even two minutes to go. You're up 29 points. Now, I know a lot was made coming into that game about Doc and and his teams and being able to close teams out. I'm sure the message was, we're going to play a full game. If it was like 10 points, 12 points, even 15, I'd say, and your stars are still in there, you're like, we're closing the game out. Close the game out. Okay. When you're up 29 points and there's two minutes left, you've you've won. <laughs> you've won. Even if even if the bench comes in and literally goes, here you go, and just keeps throwing the ball back in bounds to the Raptors, and the Raptors are shooting three after three after three after three, there is actually literally not enough time left in the game for them to come back so um it 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 just and of course what happens Embiid like goes to the rim (laughs) and Pascal Siakam or no it was the other way around he was in defense Pascal Siakam goes to the rim because they're PO'd about you know uh losing you know their season's going to be over hey gives Embiid an elbow to the face he goes off the court and I was like you idiot you know He's got a concussion now. He's going to be in some sort of protocol. Well, he's that, and he fractured an orbital. And so who knows how much time he's going to miss. And, of course, uh, they are down now, one nothing, to the Miami Heat. Uh, and so that, I mean, the, that little decision of, like, what, what in the rub it in? You want to rub it in against the, the Raptors? Well, you may have just cost uh, your team a shot at a championship because Embiid's been one of the best players in the league. All year. Wouldn't be the first time Doc has cost his team part of a championship when the way he blows those three one leads. But hey, you know what? It is what it is. Yeah. All right. I just sent you something too. I had to play this because this guy is just, I mean, he's an older guy, so I don't like, but it's just like time after time now. John time Sterling appears. After time. No one needed that. Uh, John Sterling ends up on my feed, and it's just, it is just pure gold. I just can't. Is this a, uh, now I wonder, yeah, he must be back calling the games because he had one of these. Last year, uh, can get rid of a bar here. Uh, he had one of these last year, but it was like because they were calling the game remotely. 
He had two last. Two year. last he year. Had one last year. One this year already. And then this is the third. And but, it's just. But if this is if he's actually in the stadium, I mean, then this is bad. I mean, still, you just can't make it up. Because Stanton caught the ball. Because Stanton caught the ball. Chapman never threw the ball back in. No, Stanton just robbed Chapman of a home run. Wow. What a play. Oh, that's painful. I mean, yeah. That's now, painful. wait a minute. Every Everything ends with... Now, wait a minute here. What happened? <laughs> he caught the ball, John. <laughs> Why are they all waiting? Because he caught the ball, John. <laughs> uh, I mean, I feel bad. Uh, but, because I've blown calls. But that's... There's nothing worse than the, like, you, 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 your guy caught it versus home run if you screw that up. So you look. There's an official. If he's going like this, home run. If he goes like this, it's out. <laughs> Don't say it if you're not sure. Um, so I've been there. Made plenty of mistakes on air. But, yeah, that, those are tough. I mean, he's, he just—he just—he does this now, like every week. It's just—he always ends up on my, on my feed. <laughs> In your MLB errors feed. Yep. That you follow. Uh, anywho, uh, so let's talk quick about the NBA uh, to update. All four semifinal series have all gone one game in. I already said Miami up on Philly, one nothing. I think Miami's going to take that series easily. Uh, do you disagree, Christian? And can we just move on from them? Miami is going to easily take that series. So Miami to the conference final. Uh, Phoenix is up on Dallas, one nothing. I do think Phoenix is going to handle business. However, I do worry about them long-term because they're still relying on Chris Paul so much to do everything, which is like, it's great that he can. He went, what, 14 of 14 in the closeout game versus New Orleans. But come on, you, you need the other guys, Bridges and Booker, to be the ones in Aiton leading the charge here. That way, Chris Paul can get to a finals and have some gas in the tank. Yeah, 100% agree. I mean, if it, if Doncic is going to go for 50 and the Mavericks are going to lose, they have absolutely no shot in the series. So, I mean, kiss that one goodbye. And now, Phoenix, we'll see what happens in the next round. Depends if it's Golden State, Memphis. Either way, that's going to be a tough series for them. So Yeah. Uh, Golden State up one nothing on Memphis. They hang on to win uh, against the Grizzlies. Uh, Grizzlies put up a great fight. Uh, now, granted, some controversy. Uh <laughs> Draymond Green ejected uh, for, I think, warranted. I mean, everybody's up in arms. Like, I don't. You, you don't think it's warranted? I mean, no. in today's NBA. I guess you're just, I mean, you're basing it on his track record instead of the actual play, though. No, I'm, I'm basing it on how I see them officiating things. I don't, I, don't think, I don't think that he should have been ejected for that. But by the way they officiate it now, oh, well, yeah, of course he got ejected. Different questions, but yeah, I... Should he have gotten ejected in that situation? I don't. I don't love that. I don't know. It's a. It's a playoff game. Number one. Number two. Like he. It's not like he just l absolutely let him fall and crash to the ground. Yeah. He hit the ground hard. It. It wasn't the dirtiest thing I've seen from Drake. Yeah. No. It's not the Ron Artest like elbow to the back of the head type of thing. 
Um, I mean, he smacked the guy in the head and then tried now to we'll hold him up. Like, but... This is like Brad Martian in the NHL. He has a track record, so naturally they're going to take a, a second look at it. Yeah. Um, Memphis, uh, they survived the scare with, with Minnesota. Uh, and just a quick hit on, on Minnesota. Man, that team, so good, but boy, they just can't. They sure. just they just squander games. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns, I love him, his talent, but he just looks so out of control sometimes. Uh, offensively, defensively, just kind of just, just wild, just like flailing uh, uh, out there on, on the court. Just no control, it seems. Um, so, I mean, they were more than capable uh, because uh, my Anthony Edwards, if I if you learned one thing oh, out of that series, yeah. oh. legit. Anthony Edwards is legit. Um, so they, they have some good things going there in, in Minnesota that they just got to, I don't know, they got to they gotta figure out some composure things. Um, I, I I do think that Golden State is going to win that series. Um, I, I think six or seven though, but yeah, yeah. I mean, just because of the defense that that Memphis plays uh, and and the hustle they play, and Golden State is a little bit longer in the tooth, so a longer series, um, you know, might start to wear on them uh, in the in that core. Um, you know, the core guys uh, with uh, Green and and Curry and Thompson, uh, and then we have the final series. Milwaukee and Boston. Uh, Milwaukee up one nothing. That series, game two, starting right about now. Uh, no Marcus Smart tonight. Um, Celtics take fifty threes. They make about what ten of them last game. Um, I, I mean, I don't know with uh, with No Marcus Smart here, but if you just look at that game, the Celtics, you can say, hey, game two and going forward, they just got to get to the rim. Uh, well, I mean, they couldn't get to the rim in game one. So until I see them being able to get to the rim, I don't think anything's going to change. And um, unfortunately, I just think that the Celtics aren't going to be able to beat Milwaukee because they've got that heart of a champion type thing. That team plays fair. You're not playing the Brooklyn Nets anymore who are just like, you know, two superstars and a bunch of guys who are just kind of, eh, we're here. Um, uh, That whole team is bought in. They play hard uh, and they play the right way. And at no point, even when the Celtics got up ten in that game, did you think the Bucks were going to go away? The I think Bucks Milwaukee are... is getting a little bit too much praise, though. I'll be honest. Yeah, I but the Celtics had. But they didn't do anything 20... special. They did nothing special, and I think for the Celtics, it's like the only way they're going to win because they don't have a real post presence offensively is to shoot the lights out. And I don't know if you can shoot the lights out four out of you know seven games. If you have open shots like they did in game one, you have to. I mean, that's the NBA now. Yeah. I, I just think, look, I think Milwaukee is a good team. They're pro- yeah. <laughs> uh, they, uh, they're a good team. They're Hello, Mr. Teeny underscore, Mr. Underscore Teeny Corndog. Thank you for finding us. The Twitch chat. Always where it's at. <laughs> Always the interesting. Uh, I, I just, Milwaukee's a good, <laughs> I can't, I can't get my head. Okay. Anyway. Milwaukee's a good team. They're the they're defending champs for a reason. But with no Middleton, no George Hill, uh, it's pretty much Giannis and a bunch of guys that shoot threes. I thought the defense was pretty good from the Celtics. Defense was good. Defense was good. Uh, the wide openness that they had from beyond the three point line, with the exception of maybe like a few shots from Pritchard, which not ideal, uh, were wide open. And guys got to hit shots. That's the NBA. They shot 36% from three. They have to find some type of in-between game. I know you don't want to take a two-pointer, but (laughs) I know you don't. (laughs) Uh, Okay. 
I, I know you don't want to take a two two pointer. Oh, okay. Um, Emojis don't show up well on the. <laughs> yeah, apparently not. Not in the Twitch chat. Nice Elmo making a catch. Uh, I would say overall, it's just they they did a good job on Giannis, but the key is going to be can they shoot the ball well, and they have to find an in between game. Uh, so <laughs> I'm getting distracted here. Uh, Concentrate, Christian. I'm trying. Uh, they have to find in-between games. So you can't go to the basket. There's too many guys in there. Lopez, Giannis, they both defend the rim. That mid-range might be open. You ha- you have to attack. I mean, the thing is, like, you can't just say, well, we're going to have to shoot from the outside, which the Celtics have done against the Bucks. They've shot the most threes. Like, some of their highest-volume three-point shooting games have come against Milwaukee. That's no coincidence. But you can't just keep it on the perimeter. It's got to be, like you said, drive and kick and drive and kick. Get to the paint to get guys open uh, on the outside. So we'll see what they do. I mean, I, I'd like to see them attempt. The thing is, like, and maybe it's a transition thing. You've got to get stops and get clean rebounds to get off and run. I mean, can you recall any layups from game one? No, I can recall a few blocks, though. I, I, I really, I I really can't. The Celtics lose interest because they feel like they're getting fouled when they're not, and they bitch to the officials. This is a constant theme with this team. they got to get off the officials. Like let let either Ime, let the fans do whatever they're gonna do. The, like Tatum and 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 all of them on the floor at one time, they they collectively do it. They gotta get off that because it, it takes them completely out of their game. And Tatum, I feel like is the is the one guy I want going in there, but I want him to take it to the basket, not just like floater and let Giannis clear it into the fifth row. Like yeah. Go in there, take contact. Maybe you get fouled, maybe you don't, but don't worry about the officials so much. If they're not calling it, they're not calling it. Scott Foster and company. Yeah. Well, hey, it's 7 nothing Boston right now. <laughs> uh, the oh, one thing I'll say <clears throat> is this this series is, is just going to be an absolute bloodbath. I mean, you saw how banged up guys were. You know, we talk about, hey, the Celtics need some rest, like get some guys healthy. The game one did not get anybody healthy. Uh, Rob Williams, I am still just in awe that he's even able to, like, I, I worry every time he comes up and comes down. Like about his knee, the fact that he can still pogo stick, knowing the injury he had just sustained three weeks ago, um, is is mind blowing to me. Um, Colin says this is why I uh, lol'd at Durant when he says the Celtics were too big and had too much size. Yeah, Milwaukee well, compared, to, compared well, to the Nets, I'm big. Like Dragic, <laughs> Bruce Brown, and Kyrie uh, on the floor at the same time. Compared to those guys, Durant's kind of right on that. You compare him to Giannis and Brooke Lopez? Yeah, forget about it. And, 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 Bo- Drew, and Bobby Portis? Holiday, Bobby Portis, Drew Holt, they're all big. Mini KG. That man's intense. Okay, that, I, don't, I don't know about that. but Bobby Portis? Yeah, Is, we, no, no, no. I'm talking from an intensity standpoint. Like, you have, do you remember the pre-game, pre-draft stories about him? He like, we'll, yeah. we'll have, yeah, we'll I'll have a story about that some other, some other day. Um, so anyway... Uh, game game two underway right now seven nothing Boston but that's that's very early on. Remember the last time they had a seven point lead. <laughs> um, so let's talk about two more uh, depressing things before we sign off for tonight. Uh, and you know part of the reason why it's uh, upsetting. Oh, wanted to hit one thing. Nick brought this up in the comment section uh, for not one of the knots of the year. Rudy Gobert. Uh, before we close out the NBA conversation here, uh, all these reports that he's saying it's it's me or him, like. Between him and Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, he's a tool. I take Mitchell any day of the week. Bye, Rudy. See ya. Yeah. 
Uh, get out of here. I don't here. understand that one, but whatever. I don't either. Uh, and good riddance, uh, if I was the Utah Jazz. Uh, you can be a very good basketball team without paying Rudy Gobert a super max contract. Thank you very much. Um, but part of the reason why the Celtics, if they are to lose this Buck series um, and aren't to have a long run here in the postseason, um, whether that's hampered by injury or just this matchup here with Milwaukee, who we think is, you know, obviously the champions, and it's going to be tough to dethrone them, um, is because of the prospects of what else remains. Uh, and that is that um, we're not necessarily looking forward to Patriots season because of the draft. Um, the Red Sox are going down the tubes, and the Boston Bruins, I mean, are going to get swept. Christian, you seem to think they're going to take one game here. Uh, I think they get swept. Um, so, so uh, out of out of the last two, who do you want to pick uh, pick on and talk about first here as we close things out? Uh, Red Sox or Bruins? I'll give you five seconds on the Red Sox. They freaking blow, and they have a lot of holes. That's it. Done. Ball yeah. locker. Red Sox. See you. Bye. Oh, okay. They're gone. Yeah, gonna be a while before we pull them out. I'll tell you that. Um, if we do. If we even ever do, uh, which is hey, that's why I said I didn't. I I had I was not enthused at all about things coming into this year with how they built this roster, and I having a a bad start only tells me that I think they're gonna start selling. Uh, and hey, heck, you might you might see Devers and Bogarts gone by a trade deadline this year, mm-hmm. and now you have become the Tampa Bay Rays. How's that feel, Boston? Not good. Not good. So, uh, anywho, Colin says baseball might as well not even be happening right now, which I agree. Um, Bruins, they lose last night uh, to the Hurricanes in game one. Um, I necessarily didn't think that they were going to go anywhere. I think, you know, we've been wanting to see, and, and I don't even know if the Canes will go where we expect them to go. Um, because they haven't ever been there and done that yet uh, as a t- as a franchise. So you know, are the Canes gonna live up to expectations here and like make a Stanley Cup final? I don't know. I still don't have faith in that. Are they gonna be able to dispatch this Bruins team easily? Yes. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm not out on the Bruins totally. I I would have picked the Canes in six or seven initially anyway, probably just based on. I just think they might be a step up from from the Bruins, but last night, uh, don't get fooled by the score, people. Like it's not, it was not a five-one game. It was like three-one at best, and the Bruins hit a pipe, and also had all the momentum in the third period until Matt Grislyk made kind of a bad play, pinching on the left wing side there to keep the puck in after Hall shot it and it hit a stick. Uh, and then you got a two-on-one going the other way. So I mean, look, Hall, Hall, I thought was your best player last night. I thought Allmark played okay. He's going to go in game two. I don't think that was your issue. The issue was uh, dumb turnovers. And when you have the momentum, that I, the problem for the Bruins is second period. For whatever reason, they get psyched out or something in the second period. The long change, they got caught out there a number of times because they can't get the freaking puck out of the defensive zone. They just get hemmed in there, and then they score eventually. But I thought Allmark was pretty good in this game. Um, McAvoy was good. The rest of the defense pair, oh, man, is it an adventure with all of them back there. It's just like 
even even Lindholm too. He he kind of sucked last night. So I expect them to at least get one or two out of out of this series. At at worst, I'd be stunned if they get swept in this series. I I just can't see that happening. I thought they had chances there last night. They kind of dominated the first period, and like in Bruins fashion, they didn't score any goals. That's just what they do. They shoot the puck at the net fifty five times and score one goal. That's just. Uh, uh, that's just the way they they do it, but they don't have Freddie Anderson, so I'm not I'm not over the edge yet on the Bruins. I think they have a chance in the series. I would pick the Canes though if I had to pick. Um, with the rest of the series, you know, obviously way too early to tell, but knowing now where the bracket kind of shakes out, um, knowing the matchups, uh, I think I'm going to lean Colorado and Tampa. As my favorites to 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 get to the yeah, you like Tampa's performance last night. No, but I I just I I I don't again. I'm like biased against Florida and Carolina because of never having been able to do it. Um, so I look at the teams. I look at the Washington. I mean Toronto. I I I, I will be stunned. I mean I I still I, I think Tampa should beat Toronto. I don't care how good Toronto's been. It's Toronto. They're, what haven't won anything since '65? Earlier? Um, I don't know. There's yeah, a lot. I mean, there's a lot that has to go. You know, there's a lot of mental baggage that I'm has not, to be overcome there in, in Toronto. Oh sure, and I, I root for Toronto's demise. I think it's hilarious. But uh, that was another one. That was another. Uh, That's five nothing. It, 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 there was another knot from that game last night. Kyle Clifford's dirty hit on uh, Ross Colton. He's going to be suspended. I don't know if he was. Maybe something came down today. I can't remember. But either way, dirty hit, boarding from behind. Um, I think both those teams are kind of annoying, but uh, I would not be surprised if Tampa takes that series. I'll be stunned if they get back to the cup final. That's a lot of hockey in the last two years. Yeah, maybe. Uh, <laughs> hey, Christian, Celtics are up 15-3. to Long way to go. <laughs> no lead is safe. Um, so... Anywho, uh, that's going to do it for our show here tonight. Just a quick hitter here on a uh, on a Tuesday evening. Hopefully with uh, the playoff scheduling and all sorts of other things, we can return to a more normal time slot uh, and regular schedule. But, hey, it's the spring. It's this, this is the shuffling that has to happen until we can all set. enjoy some of these games. Hopefully these series go longer. That's what I'm hoping. Exactly, exactly. So... Uh, that's going to do it for us here tonight. Thanks to everybody who joined in and listened along with us uh, and engaged in the chat. We always love the engagement. Uh, thank you, Mr. Underscore Tiny Corndog. Uh, Constance, have a great night, guys. Go uh, so, uh, yes, go Celtics. Uh, and we will talk to you all next week. <laughs>